0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, it is Monday, October, yikes, I don't know another day, October 6th, 2019, man, first Monday of the month, yeah, am I right, first Monday of the month, man, congratulations, new month, new week, um, I hope everybody's having a wonderful morning already, and if you're not listening to this on Monday morning, then I hope you're having a wonderful whatever day, if you're watching this, I hope you have a wonderful whatever you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm feeling really good right now. Yesterday I had a really good. Uh, I heard a really good message at church, and um, it really wasn't even from the pastor. <clears throat> the pastor came and like reiterated everything and built off of it, like of course, and did a phenomenal job. But everything started when um, one of the choir members came up and gave a testimony, and honestly, like at that moment, I just realized, like, man, it's so important to be around people who are like-minded when it comes to um following christ because you get to hear people's testimonies you get to hear people's stories of how god has done it for them and honestly like apply it to your life so man shout out to him i'm not gonna put his business out there but that was that was just an amazing uh amazing service yesterday what's been going on with unassociated you know you're watching church boy confessions I, i feel like i didn't do my intro the right way church boy confessions you know what i'm saying i'm your host emmanuel e heke and it's been a good it's been a good week since last week um unassociated has reached three thousand followers on instagram that was huge um thank you so much i mean everybody who's watching this i assume that you're also a follower on instagram if you're not go ahead and do that right now at un underscore associated at un underscore associated go ahead and give us a follow um, but yeah, that was huge. I think that, um, you know, I'm, I'm really not trying to focus so much on numbers, you know, time and time again, I've numbers have been the thing that tried to distract me from focusing on what needs to be focused on. Um, but, you know, it's really good, you know, when you can, every now and then, you know, pick your head up from working so hard and realize that, okay, the numbers are kind of like following you. So 3000 followers, that's just been amazing. Um, have been getting a lot of engagement out of, as of recent. Um, and I will say another thing that was a real blessing was, you know, when I posted that clip from last week's episode, it got a lot of attention. Um, and I heard a lot of different testimonies. A lot of people were hitting me up talking about how it really impacted them in a positive way. And like, I want, I want you guys to understand something that that right there, when I hear that something that God said through me could have impacted you, that right there is why I do this, like literally, like that is the, that's everything, you know, because we can talk about numbers, we can talk about um, um clout, we can talk about everything, but none of those things fill me up like what fills me up when someone reaches out and says, hey, what you said had an impact on me, and I'm better now for it. That's it. That's really it. So thank you Um, to all those people who hit me up. Thank you um, for letting me know that this is worthwhile, that this is actually effective. Um, Today, what I wanted to talk about, because after that, you know, after that, uh, podcasts, I've even had some people come to me and talk to me about what, how, you know, you're talking about having your purpose and using your gift, um, you know, in the mud, but how exactly do I even find out what my purpose is? And that's a great question. So I thought to myself, the next episode should definitely cover, you know, something that has to do with how we find our purpose. Now, let me get one, let's get one thing straight. I'm not going to just make a whole entire list step by step on what everyone should do in order to find their purpose. Because quite honestly, I think when we think of things in a more practical term, that finding your purpose is is case by case. You know what I'm saying? I think there are definitely common denominators, but when we think of things practically, it's kind of case by case. Um, everybody has their own story. Everybody has a journey that they had to get to where they're at today, um, and that stuff is not really the same across all across the entire board. But there are some common denominators. So today, I wanted to talk about those common denominators. At least two of them. If there's more, then there's more. But I wanted to talk about two of them. And um, where I'm going to read from today is two verses, real nice and short. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. So let's go ahead and read that. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6 reads, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. I'm going to read that one more time. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. May God bless hearing and reading understanding of his word in jesus name amen trust in the lord with all thine heart and lean not on understanding acknowledge him and he will direct thy paths. i think that the two things that are definitely a common denominator when it comes to people how people need to what people need to do in order or or what pertains to how we should find our purpose is trust and acknowledgement trust and acknowledgement trusting god and acknowledging God. The two very important things that we all need to understand. Two very important concepts, concepts we all need to understand when it comes to trying to find out our purpose. I think that um I wanted to start this entire rant. I don't know if it's bad I, that I call whenever I talk rants, but whatever. I wanted to start this off by uh talking about me and a story of young Emmanuel in high school. I You know, you've heard the story about how I was, you know, insecure and all that different stuff, and I'll probably talk about that a million times more in the future. Um, but today I want to talk about Emmanuel the Hooper. Yes, I am 5'8 and a half. I say 5'8 and a half because they tell me that in the doctor's office every time they go and, uh, and you know, measure me. Don't, don't get it twisted. I'm 5'8 and a half. Um, and I had real hoop dreams starting my freshman year of high school. Mind you, starting to play basketball your freshman year of high school is very late when it comes to um, trying to make it to the league or trying to like be serious about it. But I started playing basketball in high school, and I had the biggest hoop dreams. Everybody says that, but like, I had the biggest hoop dreams that you ever see. Honestly. You know, I was working out all the time. I was praying on it. I was fasting on it. I was going to church and, you know, you know, hearing things and saying that it was God and all that different stuff. And I totally convinced myself my freshman year of high school that Emmanuel Hecke was going to go to the NBA. I'm five and a half. It's not impossible. Emmanuel manually was going to go to the NBA and you know, I'm a church boy at the same time. So I said, oh, God wants me to go to the NBA so then I can, you know, use the platform that he gives me in order to exalt his glory. So, yeah, he's getting the glory in all of it. So, yeah, you know, so it's good. So we're good to go. God gets the glory. You know, I get to be, you know, a hooper. Boom. Everybody's happy. That was my dream. Sophomore year comes junior year comes, but something happened junior year. I mean, you know, I'm not getting no offers or anything like that, but it's like something happens junior year that changed the entire course of my life. See, because before I was, you know, Doing all my hoop dreams and I was, you know, praying and fasting, I was doing all the different things. I was doing all the practical things that we would imagine, praying, fasting, going to church, you know, um, trying to hear God and everything. And I was saying, "Okay, this is what God wants me to do. This is what God wants me to do. This is my purpose. But I was mistaken in one thing. That never in that entire three years of my life until my junior year, of course, did I stop and say, you know what? God, let me chill. Let me sit back. Let me rewind that. What do you want me to do? I'm open. Openness is so, so important when you're trying to find out what God wants you to do in this life. Openness. And the way you can be open is through those two things again, trust and acknowledgement. I think that I was so fixated on this dream, but that dream didn't come from God. It came from what I wanted to do. This was supposed to be my ticket to prove everyone around me wrong. This was supposed to be my ticket to do what I wanted to do in the future. But little did I know that I was not acknowledging God. Neither was I, I was trusting God to try and get me to the league or whatever, but I was not acknowledging God, nor was I open to whatever God had for me. And the thing is, we must be open because God is the one who's going to tell us our purpose. God is the one who's going to reveal that to us. We can't just think of it up ourselves and just go and say, okay, bet this is what I'm doing. You got to acknowledge God. You got to trust in God. You have to be open. To whatever God wants, not what you want. And I think that, you know, a lot of the times we box ourselves in our own understanding of things, you know what I'm saying? Because like my like God didn't say, man, you're going to be an NBA player and then stop and say, "Okay, you know, what? I changed my mind now. I want you to do an associated. No, like God never said that I was going to be an NBA player, but I according to my own understanding, try to put two and two together and piece things together and say that, okay, you know, I'm going to be an NBA player. Sometimes we box ourselves in our own understandings and sometimes we box ourselves in other people's expectations of us. That wasn't necessarily what happened in my case, but there's probably some of you watching or some of you listening that's saying, okay, you know, there's definitely those times where people have told me, oh, you look like you're going to be a doctor. You're going to, you look like you're going to be a lawyer. So we go and we run with that because we're getting praise for it, or oh, at least for the idea. You know what I'm saying? Maybe some of your parents are just expecting you, doctor, lawyer, engineer. Ooh, go run with that. But God never put you on this earth to be a doctor, lawyer, or an engineer. Maybe he did. But at the same time, maybe he didn't. Have you trusted in him? Have you acknowledged him? Are you open to what he could possibly have for your life? Let's start with trust. Let's let's really unpack These two things, trust and acknowledgement. Let's start with trust. I think that, you know, we always talk about trusting God. But specifically when it comes to trying to uh, trust God to reveal to you your purpose, because there's a lot of people out there today, to this day, who don't know their purpose. I don't care what your age is, you don't know your purpose, and you're stressed out about it. Every day you wake up, every day you go to sleep, you're thinking about... Is what I'm doing worth it? Am I supposed to be doing what I'm doing? Oh, I'm stressed out. Uh, uh, uh. But do understand that trusting God, understand this. Please grasp this. If you're watching, please, everybody understand this. Trusting God should not be a stressful thing. If you're stressed out, you're not really trusting God. Think about it. If you were really trusting God and knowing that he was going to do what he said he was going to do. I mean, the scripture says, trust in the Lord, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. If you're trusting that he will actually direct your path. Then why would you stress about whether he's going to direct your path or not? You know, I would even say that that stress is not is definitely not from God it's from the enemies, from Satan himself. Because ultimately, what does that stress do? It distracts us from the actual word of God. God said he's going to direct your path, So trust in that. But when we stress out and we start thinking about, oh, if I'm doing, you know, if I'm wasting my time in college right now, if I'm wasting my time, if I don't know what I'm doing, and uh, my parents are looking at me like this and da-da-da-da-da, now you're thinking about everybody else. You're thinking about you know your parents thinking about you know your future and all that different stuff, and you're worried. And it's like maybe God needed you to focus on what was right in front of you, or needed you to focus on just Him and trusting Him. But you're distracted from everything else. What does that help? There's a verse in the Bible. I'm not going to go to it, but it's in Matthew chapter six. And I'm just saying, like, what does worrying what what how how much inches can you add to your height from worrying what can, what do you gain from worrying nothing if anything it's a distraction if anything it's just pressure applied to you right now to just keep you sad and upset and and stressed out and, and hurt it's a distraction God needs you to be open but when we're stressed out, we're really just closing ourselves in and we're and we're boxing him out. We're stressed out. It can lead to us, you know, forgetting about trusting in God and trying to do things ourselves. And you just go in this entire cycle. You say you're open to God, but then you start closing yourself off and you try to figure it out again. And then that fails. So then you have to go back to God and you're just in this cycle, you're just in this cycle because you keep on saying that you're going to trust God, but you actually don't. Are you trusting God and stressing at the same time? Because if you are, then you're actually not trusting God at all. Sorry to break it to you, but it's the truth. Acknowledgement. Acknowledgement, the thing about acknowledgement is that it has to be intentional. Acknowledging God in all your ways, like the scripture says, has to be intentional. I ask you this question. How do you acknowledge God every day? Maybe you study every day. You go to work every day. You go to school every day. You're doing all these things every day because you think that it's going to get you closer to whatever purpose you have. But a lot of us will do all those different things and not even consider God or acknowledge God in the day. Do you read your word when you wake up? Did you read when you go to sleep? Do you pray at all? Do you fast at all? Do you go to church at all to just be around a community of like-minded people? What are, what are you, Where is the intentionality in acknowledging God? And, you know, this that's more practical things, but real, the real intentionality comes with you getting on your knees every day and saying, God, I'm open to whatever you have in store for my life. Every day. To finish up my story, my third year in high school, my junior year, actually going into my junior year, I gave my life to Christ, July third, two thousand fourteen. And when I gave my life to Christ, I said, "It was an FCA camp in Pauley Pavilion." I said, "God, I don't care if it's not basketball." I just want you to use me. I'm open. That's what I said. That's what I did. Mind you, I started unassociated in 2018. I said I was open to God in 2014. What did happen right away is that I quit playing basketball because I lost all the passion for it. But I didn't actually get that answer as to what exactly Emmanuel Hecke needed, what my purpose was, f- until four years later. Sometimes we even put a, a, a time limit on God. I'm going to trust you for now. I'm going to acknowledge you for now, for this week. And then if you don't say anything then, then I'm moving on. You're putting a time limit on God? Samantha, you said it best. Samantha knows who she is. God is not bound by time. You can't put a time limit on God. And then you may ask me, I mean, there's probably people thinking, okay, so how do you know that, you know, unassociated is your purpose? And you know what I'm saying? Because you definitely went all in when you're doing basketball. And how do you know, like, you know, like, how do you decipher between the two? Like, this is my purpose, but this is not my purpose. I think that, you know, it really came with, first, I acknowledged my flaw. I was not open before. I was not. I made the decision to be a basketball player. But the way unassociated came about was a calling. It wasn't even, the decision came later. <laughs> I was called to it. When God started to, to change my life. And then told me to start helping other people's lives change. I don't like the way I word that. Start helping other people's life change. No history with the camera. No history with at least speaking in front of a mic. Oh, no, I had history speaking in front of a mic. But no history with the camera. No history with interviewing people. No history with just writing a whole bunch of editorials. No history with building a website. No history with... Running a poetry jam. No history with any of those things, man. No history. Here I am thinking that basketball was it. But I wasn't open. And when I became open, in my wildest dreams, if you were to tell sophomore Emanuel in high school that the Emmanuel, what, four or six years later? was not going to be playing basketball I would stare at you in the eye because you know I was a church boy I knew the word I would stare at you in the eye and I would say Satan get thee behind me you're a liar but little did I know I wasn't open God talks God wants to talk to you God wants to direct you, but you gotta be open. You gotta trust in him. You have to acknowledge him and do understand that when you do these things, it doesn't call for you to be stressed out. It doesn't call for you to fear because ultimately he's the one that gave you your purpose. How are you, how in the world can you miss out on your purpose? If you're obedient to the one that gives you your purpose. If you're continuing to acknowledge God, how in the world is God going to just not let you discover your purpose? How does that work? You know, I think even sometimes we get the societal pressure. We need to have it all figured out by a certain time. But like I said, God's not bound by time. I've gotten ahead of myself. We're already at 21 minutes. So look here. Or 21, not 21 minutes, but over 21 minutes. Um, Trust and acknowledgement. You know, maybe you got the answer that you were looking for. Maybe you wanted something more specific to you. And I apologize. I'm not here going to act like I have all the answers for every human being in the world. I can only outline the common denominators. You got to trust God. You got to acknowledge God. You got to be open to God. Real talk. If you want to see him revealed to you, your purpose. Let's move into confessions. God, thank you so much for this. I'm, oh, I feel good behind this mic now. God, I pray, um. That you bless the listener, that you bless the watcher, Father God. And that the listener, the watcher, Lord Jesus, if they have not found their purpose, Father God, that you help them to be open. Help them to be open. Help them to trust in you. Help them to acknowledge you. And maybe they have found their purpose, Father God, help them to continue to trust and acknowledge you, Father God. Help us understand, Lord Jesus, that you are the giver of our purpose. If we're obedient to you, if we follow you, if we acknowledge you, if we trust in you, Father God, there is no way that we're just going to miss miss out on everything god i can share my testimony testimony of having no real prior experience or history with any of the things that i've had to do with unassociated father god but it was a calling you called me to it god you were calling the listener the watcher to something help them father god to hear your call help them to take action Help them to be feared from the stress that tries to distract them from other people's expectations, their own understanding, too. Thank you, Father, for this talk. Thank you for this moment. Let them have a wonderful week in Jesus' name. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, stop stressing. Stop letting it distract you. Start being intentional intentional about how you acknowledge God. Everything's going to be okay. Everything is going according to plan. Love y'all. And y'all have a great week. Peace.